Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, here we go. It's great to have you in. Uh, packed today, obviously. Here on a Monday after Super Bowl Sunday on Guido's Gridiron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. I'm Mike Guido here with you. It's great to have you with us. Um, football season's finally over. Um, and now we have draft stuff to look forward to. We've got, you know, this is a fun time. It really is. You know, the NFL season, you know, is not the only highlight of football in the in the calendar year. It is not. Uh, it, listen, I, the next two months are riveting for me. Uh, so you're going to hear a lot of NFL draft stuff going forward. Uh, obviously, today the focus is going to be the Super Bowl. But first, I do want to remind you, Guido's Gridiron Blitz is sponsored by American Betting Experts, one of the largest licensed sports and casino vendors in the United States. What we've done is we've teamed together to provide special gaming offers to all Landry football followers and podcast listeners. So here's what you do. Go to our website, LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page. It'll be right there. You'll see it. Pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. That's BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, PointsBet. Sign up and instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. Let me repeat that. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. It's that easy. Again, go to LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page and get in on the action with a special offer from American betting experts. That is American betting experts. <clears throat> okay. Uh, great stuff today. So Super Bowls last night, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they uh, get their second Super Bowl in franchise history. Uh, 31 to nine over the Kansas City Chiefs was the final score. Uh, I got the 31 right for Tampa Bay. I just had a little bit more faith in Kansas City's deep, uh, Kansas City's offense. I guess I shouldn't have yesterday. Um, so it'll be Tom Brady's seventh Super Bowl win in his 10th Super Bowl appearance. So he has three more Super Bowl wins than the next best guy. He has five more Super Bowl appearances than the next best guy. Uh, Tom Brady at this point, in the grand majority of views and the grand majority of things, uh, it is really hard to argue that Tom Brady is not the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. Now, uh, myself and Matt Catarizzolo, who is on every Friday with me, um, discussed this on, fr uh, on Friday. Is he the greatest American team sport athlete of all time? Is he like, is he past Michael Jordan? Is he past LeBron James? Is he past anybody who's ever played baseball? Is he past Wayne Gretzky? Like, is, is he the guy? Is he the number one? Um, I would say yes to most people. Yes, he would be. To me, again, I, I still, I have a different measurement of what greatness is. Okay, I, I, I've gone, I, you know, I've gone over it plenty of times. I think Peyton Manning's the best quarterback I've ever seen. Um, so I, I have a soft spot for Peyton Manning. I think he changed the game. I'm not sure that Tom Brady did. I think Tom Brady's just the most impressive based on what he's accomplished in his career. Um, but 
let's just pretend for a minute that I do think that Tom Brady is the GOAT. Okay. Yes, Tom Brady is better than Michael Jordan. Tom Brady is 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 ahead of anybody else in any other sport. Okay, I said this on Friday. Getting to the Super Bowl is a lot harder than getting to another championship in another sport because the parity in the NFL is greater. It's greater. Okay, a team that goes to the Super Bowl, okay, this is a perfect example of what happened last season. The San Francisco 49ers were the clear-cut favorite in the NFC. They crushed everybody in the NFC last year. They finished last place in their division this year. The parity in the NFL is just so much greater. It just is. So keep this in mind, too. Tampa Bay came in uh, third place in their division last year. They win the Super Bowl this year. The, the, the parity is greater. So the fact that Tom Brady has had this much extended success in the NFL, despite knowing the fact of all that parity, is already incredibly impressive. Now, here's my thing. Uh, I've made it perfectly clear over the past two weeks that the my interest in the Super Bowl was very little. And I'll be honest with you. With about eight minutes in the game, with about eight minutes in the fourth quarter, I stopped watching. It was 31 to nine. The Chiefs had no shot at coming back. Okay, even if they made a late game push, I don't really think it was going to make a difference. They weren't going to get all the way there. Um, and I know that against a team that was led by Tom Brady, I knew that that lead was going to hold. Uh, you know, and sometimes in football it doesn't, and you know, people are going to say, "Well, Guido, maybe you should have stuck around." You know, you, you never know. There's that chance. No, 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 no. Against the Tom Brady team, there is no chance. Against the Tom Brady led team, there is. If you're down 31 to nine with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, you are losing that game 100 percent of the time. You're losing it, unless you're Eli Manning, maybe. <laughs> um. But this is the big, this is the thing. I, I stopped watching the game with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. I watched the game reluctantly. Like I said, I didn't even have my Super Bowl party because it was snowing up here in the Northeast. So I was just sitting on my couch with my fiance, you know, eating a bowl of cereal <laughs> and watching the Buccaneers wallop the Kansas City Chiefs. And I can't imagine that there was a single person, maybe outside of Tampa Bay, that truly enjoyed the Super Bowl yesterday. And there are definitely going to be some people that are living for the Brady story and, oh, we just root for greatness and all that stuff. You see, here's the thing. Brady fatigue is real. It is real. And I am not just, I'm one of those people that doesn't think that it's tiring just because he keeps winning. Actually, the Brady fatigue happens without Brady at all. Where the Brady fatigue comes in for me is for everybody that loves to talk about him. Okay, I don't like hearing the same story over and over and over again from media professionals, from random people on social media. I don't like it. To me, it's not interesting. I had a conversation with my dad this morning. I said, I, Dad, I think that there is a difference between impressive and interesting. What Tom Brady has done his entire career over the past 20 years has been incredibly impressive. Okay, he won his seventh Super Bowl title, playing well, by the way, his seventh Super Bowl title at 43 years old. Okay, it's just amazing. He's a five-time Super Bowl MVP. But none of this is new to me. None of this is new to anybody. This is why I thought that this Super Bowl really lacked a compelling story. Matt asked me on Friday, can't you just, 
it's it's going to be a good football game. Isn't that enough? No, it isn't. And yesterday is the exact reason why. Because what if it isn't a good football game? Yesterday was Tampa Bay controlled that football game from kickoff to the final whistle. I it that game was not close. Kansas City played the worst game that they've played in several years yesterday. The Chiefs looked terrible. Absolutely. Patrick Mahomes got held to nine points through two interceptions, got pressured 29 times and sacked three. Patrick Mahomes could not stay on his feet yesterday. That offensive line couldn't block that pass rush. If you ask me, Tyreek Hill kind of dogged it most of the day. The Chiefs did not play well, even kind of, yesterday at any point in the game. At any point. The Patriots, I'm sorry, see, the Patriots. The Buccaneers owned them all game long. So it wasn't even a good football game. Which is why I think that with a good football game, it requires a story. It requires, and people are saying, well, Guido, you're not taking too much, you're taking too little stock in the Brady-Belichick thing. No, I'm not. I'm taking too little stock. Tell me for a second. If you were a Belichick guy, are you just ignoring the fact that Brady went to the best roster in the NFL that got even better while he was there? And won a Super Bowl with it? Tell me, what is Tampa Bay's weakness? What's their roster's weakness? What don't they have good of? They have two starting running backs. They have a great offensive line. They have the best wide receiver core that I've ever seen. They have a an unbelievable defense at every... They have the number one run defense in the NFL. They have two Pro Bowl pass rushers. They have two Pro Bowl linebackers. They have a young physical secondary that can... Safety corner doesn't matter. They are stacked in every spot. Oh, and they're well coached. Bruce Arians is not a slouch. And Todd Bowles is one of the best defensive coordinators in the NFL. He was a terrible head coach, but he was he's one of the best coordinators in the NFL. Byron Leftwich is another one of the best coordinators in the NFL. He's unbelievable. This is a great coaching staff with a great roster from top to bottom. They have a quarterback that's only making $25 million a year. And by the way, that quarterback ends up being one of the one of the best, if not the best quarterback of all time. Yeah, of course they were going to win the Super Bowl. Of course. And look, I kept trying to tell you that they weren't a Super Bowl team. How foolish of me. How foolish of me. Because I had less faith in Tom Brady's ability than he actually had. And I'll be honest with you. Tom Brady proved me wrong. Tom Brady proved he played at least good enough to get there. He played at least good enough. But you can't deny the fact, okay, he completed 65.5% of his throws and he threw 40 touchdowns. Okay, quarterbacks that suck don't do that. Okay, Tom Brady obviously does not suck. I told you that, yeah, he's not very good at throwing deep balls, and I still believe that. Even yesterday, he couldn't throw a deep ball. But it didn't matter. None of that matters because I, I couldn't understand that a team that was led by Tom Brady, who had his limitations, could beat a high-flying offense like the Kansas City Chiefs. I couldn't believe it. And yesterday, I was just laughing. I was just laughing because it just felt, of course, man, of course. That's what it felt like to me. Brady fatigue is real. It really is. Okay, all you're going to hear for the next week, at least, at least, is going to be Tom Brady this, Tom Brady that. And if you love Tom Brady, 
or if you love the Buccaneers, I'll say that, you're going to really enjoy yourself. But if you're like the rest of us, if you're like me, if you're like a fan of any of the other 31 teams in the NFL, especially the Kansas City Chiefs, especially the New England Patriots, it's going to drive you crazy. It's going to drive you crazy. You're going to be, God, I just wish he would retire. I wish that old fart would just retire. That's what you're feeling. <laughs> I just, look, I've, I have, I, I, I don't understand the people that say, and they consistently say it. I don't understand the people that consistently say, well, I root for Brady because I, I root for greatness. I appreciate greatness. Okay. You can appreciate greatness and also not want it to clog the sport. Right? What did Tom Brady prove yesterday? Tell me. What did Tom Brady prove? That he could win a Super Bowl at 43? We knew that already. Tom Brady won a Super Bowl at 41. Won a Super Bowl MVP. (laughs) Tom Brady, we already know of his longevity. We already know his longevity. Oh, he's not trying to catch anybody, right? There's... He's not trying to catch Montana. He's not trying to catch Terry Bradshaw. That was accomplished long ago. Okay, that was accomplished 2016. He had finally broke the record. He won his fifth Super Bowl. Remember, 28-3, collapse, Atlanta Falcons. Fifth Super Bowl. That was when he got it. And again, it's incredibly impressive. But to me, there's no story. Because what did he accomplish that we didn't already know about him. What did he accomplish that he didn't that we didn't already say, wow, Tom Brady is just great. Did we really think that Tom Brady wasn't the GOAT before this? Uh, you know what? Let me ask you this question. If Tom Brady had not won the Super Bowl yesterday, would you have been any less impressed? Would you have been any less impressed with him? Everything, God, he's playing so well at his age. And you know, the way the the way that he keeps finding ways to win and everything, like, would you have been any less impressed with him if he didn't win? He would still have more Super Bowl appearances than anybody else. He would still have more Super Bowl wins than anybody else. He'd still be a fossil playing like he's 25. The result of the game, I don't think, really mattered. You know, I think people are enamored by Tom Brady because of who he is and what he's accomplished and how he's accomplishing it. I think we can all understand that. But winning the Super Bowl does not prove anything anymore. It doesn't prove anything. Because we know he can win rings. He's got three more than the next best guy, which is Terry Bradshaw and Joe Montana. He's got three more than those guys. He's already doubled the next best guy's Super Bowl appearances. The next best guy has five. Tom Brady has 10. 10 Super Bowl appearances. He has won more Super Bowl rings than every other NFL franchise. Every single, the most rings won by an NFL franchise is six. And Brady has seven. So yes, yesterday we can prove that he is the best team in the NFL. He's the best, most historic team in the NFL. But we knew that already. We knew that a player was not more accomplished than him. We knew. We absolutely knew that his longevity was something that was unlike anything we've ever seen. He's already eclipsed. He is already, he's already gone up as far as he can go. Everything else is just. Maraschino cherries. It's just icing. That's all it is. Yesterday was icing. It wasn't the cake. 
Yesterday, it wasn't anything else other than another few months of hearing how great Tom Brady is when we already know. We already know. And we already know how all of these... See, Tom Brady is just to go. I mean, this cements his legacy. How does it cement his legacy? He's already got everybody beat. So, yes. Yesterday didn't prove much to me. And I was a thousand percent right. There was no story yesterday. It wasn't a good football game. Okay, I, who loves football, I love football. Seriously. Okay, I do multiple podcasts every week surrounded by football. I didn't watch most of the fourth quarter. I turned it off. I went and did something else. Because I knew the result. I predicted Tampa Bay was going to win. I predicted that there would be no story. And I was right. Seriously, if you're listening to sports radio today, you're listening to, you're watching sports television today. You're reading the newspaper. You're, what have you found that was genuinely compelling today something you didn't know something you didn't realize you might have learned something new oh wow tom brady's got wow he has more super bowl wins than any other team that's incredible certainly is impressive but it ain't all that interesting because you already knew that tom brady was great you already knew so okay um so again, Super Bowl yesterday, uh, thirty-one to nine, Buccaneers over the Chiefs at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. Uh, also, I would like to add, and there were—I uh, know I've said this a few times already—that um, was the first time in NFL history that a Super Bowl was played in a team's home stadium. Uh, a team was able to host it. So, Kansas City had the worst game that they've played in a long time. Um, And we kind of knew, I think, that it was going to be trouble against Tampa Bay, against that pass rush, once we figured out that Eric Fisher, their all-pro left tackle, was not going to play. I mean, I have never seen an offensive line play worse in a Super Bowl than that one. The Kansas City Chiefs offensive line absolutely wrecked the game it's their fault it's their fault (laughs) i hate to break it it's their fault take no prisoners on this one absolutely their fault they blew it and look it was a lot to ask of them you were asking mike remmers who is a career backup tackle and Austin Wiley, is that what his name is? Wiley, for, he, he plays guard. They moved the guard over to right tackle to guard Shaq Barrett. It's a lot to ask for. Patrick Mahomes was pressured 29 times last night. That's a Super Bowl record. And this is part of the reason why I don't think Tom Brady should win NFL, uh, should have won Super Bowl MVP. It should have been co-MVPs. Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaq Barrett. They did as good of a job pressuring the quarterback that I have ever seen. They got after it. That Tampa Bay defense looked like it was one of the best defenses of all time. You couldn't do anything against them. There was no time. They had Their, their coverage downfield was incredible. Nobody covers the Chiefs like that. Nobody covers the Chiefs like that. I asked this question uh, this morning. Does anybody really think that Patrick Mahomes is somebody that chokes? Do you think Patrick Mahomes, as a player, comes up short in games? Because I don't think so. 
And the reason I'm saying that is because when the Chiefs are down, when the Chiefs are down, they play so good. They're ridiculous. Patrick Mahomes, if the Chiefs ever get down, turns into a different player. Just a different player. A different... uh, It's unbelievable how well they play when they're down. So no, I don't think he chokes. And I don't think anybody really expects that he chokes. Um, But yesterday was just ridiculous. Yesterday was crazy. Once you saw that Mahomes was running for his life, I think we understood that that game was over. And I want people to realize that if you are a Chiefs fan today, um, you could be taking the Super Bowl loss pretty hard. And I understand why you are, why you would be taking it pretty hard. Because it's the Super Bowl and you lost. You had a chance for a ring and you didn't get it. Even though you got one last year and Patrick Mahomes is more than likely going to go to a bunch of these things. Now, who said, you know, who knows what that means by a bunch? You know, maybe he goes to two or three more or something like that. Who knows? But you got 12 more years with him to figure that out. You got a career's length with him to figure that out. But I do want to point this out. Yesterday scared me for the Chiefs. Because their future, I think, is really interesting. This is really interesting to me. What does Kansas City do now? You got a glimpse yesterday of what would happen if the Chiefs couldn't pay certain stars on their team. Eric Fisher is a superstar left tackle. Mitchell Schwartz is a superstar right tackle who got hurt earlier in the year. Both of them out. Laurent Duvernay-Tardif, their their guard, hadn't played all year because he was helping out with COVID. But that offensive line was atrocious. Patrick, it didn't matter how good that offense was. It didn't matter how good Andy Reid was at coaching. It didn't matter. Doesn't matter how fast Tyreek Hill is. Doesn't matter how good Travis Kelsey is at finding soft spots in the defense. It didn't matter. What happens when you got to pay Patrick Mahomes 45 million bucks a year when that kicks in? This roster is not going to be as soft and cushy for the next 10 years of Patrick Mahomes' career than it was in the first three. It is not, man. This roster is going to plummet. Plummet. They're going to lose a handful of stars, and this team is going to suffer from it. Do I think that they're going to suck? No. Do I think that they could become the Seahawks? Absolutely. Could Patrick Mahomes win a few, a couple more Super Bowls? Maybe. And I guess at that point, like I said before, it would be worth his contract because he's already got one under his belt. But the reality is, is that when you got to start paying him the super money that you signed him up for, his offensive line is going to get worse. His receiving core is going to get worse. His defense is going to get worse. Truth be told, this is probably the best roster he'll ever play with right now. I mean, that roster in the Super Bowl yesterday was really, really good. You put a left tackle on that offensive line that can guard somebody, it might have been a different football game, maybe. But Patrick Mahomes yesterday, just to give you an idea, was 26 of 49 for 270 yards with two interceptions. He was sacked three times, and like I said before, pressured a Super Bowl record 29 times. I I mean, listen, I, I, I got news for you. It doesn't matter how good the other players are. It doesn't matter how good Patrick Mahomes is. You can't stay upright. It's over for you, dude. 
It's over. That pass rush owned the game. Owned it. And the crazy part is, is that Tampa Bay didn't blitz. They abandoned the blitz yesterday and got pressure on Patrick Mahomes because they knew they could take advantage of those two backup tackles. Those two backup tackles couldn't stand a chance. Let me give you an idea. Who played with two backup tackles all season this year? The Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys didn't have Tyron Smith all year. They didn't have Lyle Collins all year. And we knew that that offense was going to be able to put up points. Now, their defense stinks, but we knew that that offense was going to be able to put up points consistently. Those ride receivers, right, with Cooper and Gallup and CeeDee Lamb and Zeke Elliott in the backfield and Dak Prescott, the you know, the potential $40 million man. The Chiefs looked a lot like the Cowboys yesterday. Couldn't stop anybody, couldn't block anybody, therefore couldn't create any offense. You don't want Patrick Mahomes to become a $45 million Dak Prescott. You don't want Patrick Mahomes to become a $45 million per year Dallas Cowboy team leader. You don't want that. So whatever you do, if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, at least make sure you're protected. That was the difference in the game yesterday. That was the difference. Okay, it was nothing else. Brady was secondary for Tampa Bay yesterday. That Bucks offense, despite playing well, they did. Tom Brady, 21 of 29 for 201 and three touchdowns. He played well yesterday. That Bucks offense was not, was not the primary factor. The primary factor of last night in the Super Bowl was that pass rush against an atrocious Chiefs offensive line. Back up, back up. It was like they were playing three backups yesterday, if you really think about it. Left tackle out, right guard moved to right tackle, back up right guard. It was not pretty. And that should scare Chiefs fans in the future. It should. Because if that's what your roster looks like, right? If if you can't afford to protect Patrick Mahomes, if you can't draft well enough to beef up that offensive line for Patrick Mahomes, then you're going to be in for a long 10 years. Okay, Seattle is great with Russell Wilson except for the fact that their roster sucks and that Pat, and that Russell Wilson is the only thing that carries them, the only thing that makes them competitive. It is 100% possible that Patrick Mahomes will be suffering through the same thing in Kansas City. We all understand how great he is. That doesn't matter. If you can't surround him with help, and I think that proves it. That proves the point. If your offensive line stinks, not even Patrick Mahomes can succeed. Protect your quarterback. Yesterday proved how important an offensive line is. You keep Jason Pierre-Paul, you keep Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaq Barrett even kind of out of the game. Even kind of out of the game. Maybe we're talking about a different result. So if you're a Chiefs fan, you got to be a little scared. Uh, okay. Uh, I do want to remind you, uh, don't forget to take advantage of our special gaming offers from American betting experts. So go to LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page. Uh, pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. You sign up, instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. Let me repeat that. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. 
Uh, it's that easy. Thanks to our sponsor, American Betting Experts. That is American Betting Experts. Uh, okay. Uh, good stuff. Um, so, like I said, it, if you're a Chiefs fan, you should be scared a little bit uh, because if you can't fix that offensive line, or and again, I, I understand it was backups playing, and you know it might just be as simple as bringing those guys back. Um, but again, you never know. Forty-five million dollars, fifty million dollars a year is a ton of money. That's a ton of money. Are you going to be able to pay? any offensive lineman. Are you going to be able to afford that? And even if you can't afford an offensive line, what kind of defense are you going to have? What kind of offensive weapons are you going to have? Because you're going to have to pay Tyreek Hill. You're going to have to pay Travis Kelsey. You're going to have to pay, like, you're going to have to pay a bunch of these guys, man. You're, you're going to have to pay a bunch of these defensive players again. Frank Clark, Chris Jones, Tyron Matthew, if you want to keep some of these guys around. And you got to draft incredibly well. It puts a lot of pressure on your front office. The future in Kansas City, to me, is not dynasty. It's really competitive, but definitely with some holes. Like I said, it would only take Patrick Mahomes to win one more Super Bowl for him to fulfill his contract and for him to be worth it. And if you want my honest opinion, I think he'll get one at least. But it's going to be an uphill battle. They won't be a juggernaut forever. Look, the Chiefs have one more year left, one more year of being a juggernaut. Okay, they have one more year of Patrick Mahomes on a reasonable salary so they can build that roster. If I'm the Kansas City Chiefs, I go all in next year. Spend as much money as you can, okay? Give up draft picks, trade for stars. It doesn't matter. Just build a ridiculous team for one year. Try to get that Super Bowl next year with whatever you can get. And I never say that. I never say, mortgage the future, trade all your draft picks, because you know how much I value them. I do. (laughs) I value draft picks. Value them. But if you're the Chiefs, you can't. Be the Rams. First-round picks right now mean nothing to you. Trade for a star. Trade for a superstar defensive player. Okay, go and get a crazy linebacker. Okay, try to get Luke Keekley out of retirement or something like that. Like, you need a game changer. You know, go out there and, and, and grab a game changer or two and just absolutely haul ass for the Super Bowl, man. Go for it. A hundred percent. Because that window's about to get really small. It is. It is about to get really small. So. Uh, boy, oh boy. So there we go. There's the Super Bowl. Congratulate. I do want to say this. Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 31 to 9. Uh congrats look, as much as I make it seem like I hate him, I really don't. I don't hate Tom Brady. I don't. Okay? But I am tired of him winning all the time. <laughs> I look, I'm one of those people. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be one of those sports talk guys that says, "You know what? I just, I love Brady because, man, look at how great he is. And like, I just, I'm not interested in that. I'm not interested in telling you stuff that you don't already know. I'm not interested in playing the, you know, the, the sucking up to him game. I'm just not. I am not interested in telling you that Brady's so great and he's the best football player ever and this proves this and that. So what? We already know all that. Okay, this isn't like a new story. Uh, people think, oh, he's the GOAT. Uh, the GOAT conversation for Tom Brady. It's, so, it's not interesting at all, in my opinion, because we've been having it for three years at least. We've probably been having it for five years. What's the difference? 
There's no new development in that story. Am I wrong? Like, if you think I'm wrong, honestly, you think I'm overreacting, you think I'm crazy old Guido, tweet at me, interact with the show, interact with the show on Twitch at Landry Football, okay? Interact with me on Twitter, Mike Guido 49 okay? That's Mike Guido 49 Interact with the show. Talk to me. Tell me I'm nuts. Tell me I'm nuts. I just don't think I am. <laughs> there's no there's no new development to the story. It's very average. So, um, otherwise, I do want to point this out, too. Um, I think that something that isn't being talked about enough is that what a job the NFL did at making the NFL season happen and finish. Not a single game was missed. There were a couple games postponed. Not a single game was missed. There was no delay for the season. We didn't have to take a week off. No, it was absolutely unbelievable how they made that work. It was incredible. Great job. Great, great, great job by the NFL. And again, I think that that kind of sticks it to the people that kept saying, let's just cancel the season, guys. Let's just, it's too dangerous. It's too this. It's too that. They were able to finish. They were able to get it done. And this is why I, you know, this is the example I set, you know, for, uh, you know, last year I, I talked a lot about how the NFL would finish a season and the NBA wouldn't because I think the NFL had bigger cojones. The NFL cares way less about what the public says about them. The NBA does. And the NFL didn't. The NFL didn't listen to the people that said, oh, but COVID is too dangerous. And I'm not telling you that it's not dangerous. I'm not telling you to not be careful. But what they said was, you know what? We have an obligation to our fans, and we're going to make it happen. And the NFL players were 100% on board. At least that's what it seemed like. They were 100% on board. And look, we got a good season. It wasn't like, it, it didn't seem like a season with an asterisk next to, it, uh, next to it, right? It didn't seem like it. The football still looked pretty good. You know, early in the year, I think it took a couple of teams to, you know, really pick it up maybe a little bit later, but I got news for you. It didn't look like it was the bubble, right? It didn't look like it was a pandemic riddled season. It just didn't. It looked like it was an NFL football season. And despite the fact that the Super Bowl was a crappy game yesterday, the rest of the playoffs were really good, right? You got a lot of entertaining football games. You got a lot of great football. I mean, Aaron Rodgers this year was superhuman. You had a lot of guys this year that were superhuman. I mean, Patrick Mahomes played great this year. Josh Allen was unbelievable. Derrick Henry was, I, 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 Derrick Henry ran for 2,000 yards. I, I mean, that's crazy. It's not like everybody was off to a slow start. I mean, the numbers this year put up by some guys were insane. Deshaun Watson had a great year. Tom Brady had a great year. Like, all of these guys, like, they all played really, really well this year. Really well. So, I, I, I want to give the NFL a ton of credit for that. Because there were a lot of doubters. There were a lot of doubters. A lot of people that said, listen, the NFL is being stupid. They're being selfish. They're being this. Well, they got it in, and now you don't have to worry about it, right? Because when the NFL comes back, listen, I hope that we could have packed stadiums, packed stadiums, right? Full events, May, probably not this year, but next year, a crazy NFL draft party. I mean, that, that's going to be something. Something. So, um, what do we got? We got about 15 minutes left. So, uh, you know, this is again, interesting stuff. Cause I think now it's going to be mock draft season, right? <laughs> now it's going to be mock draft season. This is all going to be 
um, you know, the Jacksonville Jaguars are officially on the clock, which actually means the New York Jets are finally are are, are on the clock. Jacksonville is going to tra- uh, is going to take Trevor Lawrence. Um, so the drafts really starts at number two. The Jets are on the clock. You're going to either trade the pick, you're going to take quarterback, you're going to take somebody who's not a quarterback. Um, so you got they ha- they have options this year. Um, so this is like my favorite part of the whole year. I love this time between post Super Bowl to draft day is like like it, it is a two month long Christmas. It really is like I I get so excited for this stuff. I love hearing rumors. I love here because I I you know what like like teams finding and developing new players is exciting for me. It's really exciting for me. Okay, I love projecting youth. I love trying to figure out how good these guys are going to be, you know, who they remind us of. I mean, it's just, it's cool stuff. It really is. It's cool stuff. So, you know, I'm big into, uh, big into NFL draft stuff. I'm big into mock drafts. I make a ton of them. I read a bunch of them. uh, And I think it's going to be a really great time of the year. I really do. You know, we got a bunch of quarterbacks this year that could go in the first round. I mean, I think you got... I think legitimately there are five quarterbacks this year that could go in the first round. There are five, in my opinion, which is still good. I predicted that six were going to go in the quarterback uh, in the first round last year, and I was wrong. But five this year, I think that makes sense, right? Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, and possibly Mac Jones. I, I think all of those guys could possibly go in the first round. Um, I think you're going to have a bunch of movement. We've already seen Matt Stafford go to the Rams. I think you're going to see Carson Wentz get traded. That's something that we're going to talk about in a couple of minutes. But Carson Wentz is going to get moved by the Eagles. Okay, right now it looks like the Bears are the favorite. And I was right. Nick Foles would be part of that trade. It would be Nick Foles, a first-round pick, and Tariq Cohen. That's what it looks like the trade would be. Um, Which, if I'm the Bears, I would absolutely do that. Without without question, I would one hundred percent do that. So, um, you know, it could be a really interesting thing. It could be a really interesting off season this year. Uh, so, let's discuss this. So, Carson Wentz, I mean, it looks like it's going to happen. It looks like Carson Wentz is going to get traded. Um. There's already an offer on the table. They've made it public. This is not a a, a, a a under the table type thing. Carson Wentz wants out of Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia wants to trade him. And there are going to be teams that want him. And this is what I keep trying to tell people. The offers that the Eagles are getting are involving first round draft picks. Who would give a first-round draft pick for a guy who sucks? (laughs) Okay? Carson Wentz does not suck. Okay? I I actually, I want to reveal this. I was going to do it on Friday, but I'm going to reveal it uh, today because I feel like it. I made a quarterback list, ranked every single quarterback in the NFL. Um, I think that there are four elite quarterbacks in the NFL. Four. That's it. And that changes, again, I I think that there are, you know, things that you can, yeah, I think every year you can add a guy or you can lose a guy or or something like that. It's not, you know, nailed down to four guys. But this year there's four guys in my mind. Patrick Mahomes one, Russell in this order. Mahomes one, Russell Russell Wilson two, Aaron Rodgers three, Deshaun Watson four. Those are the four best quarterbacks in the NFL. My net to round out the top 10, this is what I've got in order Josh Allen, five, Lamar Jackson, six, Tom Brady, seven, Matt Ryan, eight, Kyler Murray at nine, and Justin Herbert at 10. That's what I've got. Derek Carr for me is 11. Carson Wentz is 12. And I, people are going to call me crazy. Like, after this season, how could you say that? Guido, how could you say that he's uh, 
because it was a bad season. Big whoop. Okay, players play bad at certain points in their career. Okay, Philadelphia this year, their roster was terrible. Okay, a bunch of their offensive linemen were hurt for most of the year. They didn't get really any semblance of a running game. They had old wide receivers that can't create. They, I mean, they drafted a wide receiver in the first round this year, and they couldn't get anything. Jalen Rager did not look good in his first year. Alshon Jeffrey's old. Deshaun Jackson is constantly hurt. Zach Ertz has aged and is not really the same player, it looks like. It's just, there's nothing there. Travis Fulgham was their best wide receiver all year. Okay, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. I, I mean, these are the guys that he's working with. There's nothing there at wide receiver. There's nothing. There's no targets. There's no nothing. And to be honest with you, what it seemed like is that since Doug Peterson got fired, Doug Peterson didn't 100% support him either. We all thought that it was the other way around. We all thought that, hey, the front office doesn't support Carson, uh, doesn't support Carson, uh, I'm sorry, doesn't support Doug Peterson, right? Because Doug Peterson wanted to play Jalen, and the front office said, no, we want Carson. I think it was the other way around. I think the front office said to Doug Peterson, look, you got to play Jalen. Because the Eagles give whatever they want to Howie Roseman. This is a dysfunctional situation. Now he's going to now Nick Sirianni is the head coach. You have no idea how that's going to go, but he's working with Jalen Hurts at quarterback, so it's going to be really hard to judge him. And to be honest with you, Carson Wentz deserves better. Carson Wentz in his career is 35, 32, and one. That's his career record. I mean, when he won when he went eleven and two. And after he got hurt, uh, after 13 games in 2017, I mean, Carson Wentz was going to be the runaway MVP. He was so good that year. So good. And then after the injury, after, after that season, he played well again. He played well. Philadelphia has not done well by him at all. And that means the organization, and that means the fan base. Carson Wentz could not catch a break in Philly. Couldn't catch a break in Philly. The fan base never loved him. Okay, once Nick Foles came in, Philadelphia fans fell in love with him. And listen, good for you. Because now it seems like you're going to get him back. And watch you suck still. If you're a Philadelphia Eagle fan... What you should be right now is pissed because you ruined the chance you had with Carson Wentz. Okay, Carson Wentz could have won you multiple Super Bowls, in my opinion. Okay, you guys were on the uprise. Okay, you were on the rise. Dallas was dysfunctional. Washington was crazy bad. Okay, the Giants were rebuilding. You had a wide open window to really catapult yourselves into prime position and you absolutely muffed it because you didn't respect your quarterback because you didn't stand by him he had one bad season and you were just like oh there you go goodbye we don't want you anymore i mean it's crazy crazy and that's why i said listen you never accepted carson wentz you never wanted carson wentz you never wanted Carson Wentz because I got news for you. Even when he won MVP, you gave all the credit to Nick Foles anyway. When people say that, hey, listen, Carson Wentz was the one that put you in that position to begin with, you get mad at people. Well, in Nick Foles, he's a, they built a statue in Philadelphia of Nick Foles, and Carson Wentz would have won MVP that year if he hadn't gotten hurt. Yeah, come on. So good. You don't deserve him. If you're in Philadelphia, you don't deserve Carson Wentz. 
He, in my eyes, he's a top 12 quarterback in the NFL. Okay, I dropped him a little bit because, yes, he did have a bad season this year. But before the season started, I had him at, I had him at like number seven. I had Carson Wentz, the top 10 quarterback in the league. And trust me, he, he'll go to Indianapolis, he'll go to Chicago, and it'll be a different story. It will be a different story. Watch. Watch. I think if the Bears get him <laughs> with that defense, they try to bring in a wide receiver or two to help figure. They got a good running game. David Montgomery's good. They try to beef up that offensive line a little bit more, get him a receiver or two in the draft. I'm telling you, man, it's going to be a different story for Carson Wentz. And Eagle fans are going to be sorry. They are going to be sorry that they ever treated Carson Wentz this way. He deserves way better than you. Okay. And listen, I'm a Cowboy fan. I'm a Cowboy fan. I think Carson Wentz still is better than Dak Prescott. Except one of them is probably going to get paid 40 million bucks a year. And Carson Wentz is going to get traded. So how do you like them apples? Um, all right. Last thing before we go. Uh, Emmett Smith said on Saturday that the Cowboys are not altogether full-blown committed to Dak Prescott. Uh, that could mean that he could uh, walk in free agency. He could sign somewhere else. And I'll be honest with you, that's exactly what I want to hear. That's exactly what I want to hear. The, I, I don't want the Cowboys to pay him super-duper money. Okay, I, I don't understand all these Cowboy fans that say, oh, but the best day would be um, the best day for this franchise will be when we re-sign Dak Prescott. Really? Will it really? Because I think it could be the worst day. The Cowboys are offering him five years, $175 million. Five years, 175 That's $35 million a year. That would make him tied for the third highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Mahomes, Watson, he'd be tied with Wilson. Now, like I said before, let's go back to my list. Highest paid quarterback in the league is Patrick Mahomes. He's number one. The next highest paid guy is number four. The other highest paid guy is number two. Dak is number 13. Tell me if that makes sense. And I know there are going to be people who say, oh, he's a top 10 quarterback. Really? Did you see them early on in the year this year? They were terrible with Dak. Have you ever seen Dak play without Amari Cooper? Oh, different story. Different player. So, yeah, I'm a little happy. You know, because... I would love to have Dak Prescott back, but for a reasonable number. But I know that that's not going to happen. So I would rather let him walk. I would rather let him walk than pay him a stupid amount of money. Because to me, there's no point in that. We saw what Patrick Mahomes was doing yesterday with no offensive line. Could you imagine if the Cowboys needed to let go of their offensive line? What would happen? Dak would get killed. You just saw him suffer a gruesome injury this year. Do you really want to see that happen again? Do you really want to see that happen? Ever, honestly. I mean, it's just... I don't understand if you're a Cowboy fan why you would want to pay him super-duper money. Because it doesn't help you. I don't understand why any NFL team... Any, uh, any NFL franchise's fans would want that for their team. I don't get it. Why would you want your quarterback to make a ridiculous amount of money so you can't afford anything else? It's like you don't understand salary cap. It's like you don't understand football economics. It just it doesn't make sense. Why would you want that? So 
Yes, I'm glad that Emmett Smith said that the Cowboys are not 1,000% committed to Dak Prescott. Okie dokie. Um, again, congratulations to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on winning another Super. Uh, on winning a Super Bowl. Tom Brady winning another Super Bowl. Hopefully, you retire soon so that people can actually start winning. So that maybe some of these teams that do everything right can start winning Super Bowls again. Um, but again, great to have you with us. Greetos, Good Iron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. We'll see you on Friday. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.